Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter, and you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, Mum. Hello, Pumpkin. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yes, very, very well. Good. You yeah. look lovely today on Zoom. Oh, you little <laughs> cutie. Well, you look very lovely as well. Very lovely <laughs> to have seen you so much over the weekend and saw you on Monday as well. You had a very special night, didn't you, on Monday? Yeah, we actually, yeah, I, I don't want to brag on the podcast, but we had a bit of a cheeky night because we were actually, um, <laughs> we were very kindly invited to the uh, the premiere of the new Downton Abbey movie, um, which was excellent. The film's really good. So I'd really recommend if you need an uplifting film, I'd really recommend going and seeing it. But that was, um, yeah, it was very special at Leicester Square. So major shout out to Liz for kindly inviting us hooligans along. <laughs> not sure that I'm actually a hooligan um but no very very lovely of Liz and big shout out to the movie it really is a good one um please do go and see it because that would be really cool yeah so it was lovely wasn't it it's a lovely treat yes for sure um what are we talking about today then mum okay so today um this really came to me actually came to me a couple of weeks ago and I thought gosh we really must talk about this because I think it's something that can distract people from living a hell yes. Okay. And that is FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. Um, And I I think that exists even now, as in pre-lockdown, when that would have eased because, you know, there weren't, there wasn't anything to do. You couldn't go out. Yeah. So that whole thing of socializing or missing out kind of didn't exist unless you were, unless everybody was just completely, um, wanting to get on their Zoom game evenings and stuff like that, which us as a family gave up with that pretty quickly, actually. Um, didn't we? <laughs> I was very relieved when we uh, gave up the quizzes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's interesting that, you know, you can still see that, you can still feel it, you know, that's still going on. And there really is that, you know, saying yes, yes, yes to so many things. But then what that does do is it distracts you. You don't have the energy or the focus. It distracts you from your real yes, the yes you're really wanting to live. And is it actually worth you, worthwhile to expend all that energy just because your motivation is you don't want to miss out? Is it worth that watering your energy down, taking your focus away from living a hell yes. So that's really what I wanted to speak about today. And I know, I know, Pumpkin, that you would um, speak about this because you're, you're a different generation to me. And when you were younger as a student and and um, even more recently, not just as a student, it would be that whole thing of FOMO. Thank you for exposing me, ma'am. As <laughs> no. always, do a great job of that on the podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I do think it's a good, good topic when you came up with this idea. I do think it's a really good one. Um, I think, yeah, the fear of missing out is definitely a thing. I think, especially in the time of social media, um, because pre-social media, you wouldn't really know what you were missing out on. Um, and you know, if there was a party that you weren't invited to, unless someone told you about it afterwards, you wouldn't even know it happened because there would be no evidence of it. So whereas now there's evidence of everything, everything is documented online. Um, and that can lead, I think, you to feel, you know, rough in a few ways. I think you can feel rough if you are missing out in the sense of not 
being invited. You can be fearful of, you know, not being, um, you know, as I said, like called on to things and stuff like that. But then there is also the fear of missing out. If you're being invited to everything, which do you choose and which do you not um, attend? Um, and I think that that's, it's all, it all can be a bit of a negative place to to be in. Do you know what I mean? And I think the point that you made about your motivations is really key. So it's actually about, you know, what do you, what do you want to be doing? What do you want to be spending your time doing? And I think as I've got older, especially going into like mid twenties, I think when I was, you know, teens and early twenties, it wasn't really about what I actually wanted to do. It was about what everyone else was doing um, and about, you know, what it was important that I was in attendance of, not because I enjoyed it or not because there were people there that I necessarily wanted to see, but because it was the done thing or the cool thing to do. And now, you know, being 27, 28 this year, that is just not my motivation at all. (laughs) Um, I only go to things that I really want to go to and I've got a lot more comfortable saying no. And I think that's a big part of FOMO. It's you've got to get comfortable saying no to things um, or not being invited to things and that being okay. Um, and so I don't really worry about missing out anymore because the things that I want to be at or go to, or the people that I want to spend time with, I do. And then the things that I don't, for whatever reason, I, I don't, um, you know, I'll give you like a good example. So when I was younger, say a friend of mine, for example, was having a a massive birthday party. Um, That's not something that instinctively I would necessarily want to go to. I can get a bit of sensory overload at times and overstimulated. And if there's loads of people around, um, my go-to response to that is sometimes a bit of an anxious feeling rather than a feeling of excitement. And I think when I was younger, I felt obligated um, and that I had to see that person on their birthday and go to that party. And don't get me wrong. I know these are, it's lovely to even have the option of going to parties and things. I get that that's a really nice position to be in. Um, I don't take that for granted, but for me, actually, as, as I got older, I realized, well, I can still celebrate that person's birthday, but maybe in a different way that feels more comfortable to me. So I'll suggest to a friend if they're doing a massive birthday and actually I'm in a place where that's not something I really want to do, why don't I take them out for dinner instead? And we have one-on-one time celebrating that person. Or we go out with a few friends, five or six friends, instead of a bunch of like 40 people. And it means that actually I get time with them one-on-one. We actually get to chat. I can hear what they're saying. And and sometimes I'm in a real party mood and I will go to an event like that. But other times I think it's really good to not feel guilty and not make yourself feel bad um, and not worry about missing out and let that be your motivation and actually think about how doing something or not doing it is going to make you feel. And sometimes not doing it is the best decision that you can make. I'm going to quiz you a little bit here. Joy. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'm joking. Go for it. Um, and, you know, as everybody knows, these, these, um, these episodes are never planned with, you know, we listen to each other and then, you know, that kind of um, brings in questions for me anyway. But so when you think back, because I didn't ever really, I just don't, I've never really had this FOMO thing. Okay. I just haven't. And as you say, it's probably because I didn't grow up with social media. Yeah. So um, even though I'm only a few years older than you, not quite, but, but I, I hope you're not only a few yeah, years no, older than me. Well, um, but, um, you know, I didn't grow up with social media and I, I do think that's, that's a bit of a driver, definitely. But 
So I can't really answer this question. So I'm asking you, with everything that you've just said, though, what brings in the fear of missing out? What what is that? What what is that fear? Where what is it? Where does it come from? What does that fear come from? If I'm missing out, I'll never have another opportunity. Or is it um, the fear of missing out is how can I put it, is demonstrating that you haven't been invited so you're not worthy. I mean, what is, what thoughts come through? Because if we can suss that, if we can relate to people, if we can relate to people with that, then it might help people to move away from FOMO. What is it? What actually is it? Yeah, I think it's a good question. I think everyone is different. Um in in terms of this, you know, and in terms of what what drives you, but I think there's a few things that come to mind um, based on my experience and my friend's experience of it, especially when we were younger. Um, I think one thing is you don't want to be the person in school on the Monday morning that doesn't know what happened at the weekend, because then you immediately feel left out, like an outsider, isolated, lonely, and I think that not wanting to feel like that is definitely a key driver. So even if you're not necessarily enjoying the things that everyone is doing, you still want to be part of it because you don't want to be left out of that conversation after post the event. So I think that that is something I think as, especially as teenagers, and I think even as we get older, I think this is part of being human. It doesn't necessarily always go away, but we want to fit in. You know, we want to be part of the tribe. We want to be part of the um the, the kind of crowd usually. And, and sometimes we, you know, want to stand out when we do things that stand out. And I think that's brilliant. And that's being celebrated more and more now, especially, but I think when you're younger, your, your main go-to, um, especially when you're feeling insecure and unconfident and hormones are going and all of that is you do want to fit in. And so I think it's the fear of, of not doing that is the fear of missing out. I think also part of it, um, you know, even still as an adult is we, if you're, you know, fortunate to have this as a problem in your life, it probably means that there are lots of choices and you have lots of choice. Um, and I think choice is obviously a real privilege um, and it's a fantastic thing to have um, options. But I think also too many options can be debilitating. Um, so, you know, the example of Steve Jobs, that he'd wear the same thing every day because he didn't want that to have to be something that he thought about and wasted time considering in the morning. He just wanted to put on his clothes and go. Um, I think it's that it's that kind of thing, but on a on a larger scale, you know, it's it's almost like, well, I have the option of seeing this person or doing this thing or having this opportunity. And what if I don't get that again? Or, you know, which one will be better? How do I kind of analyze which one will give me a better time? And everyone keeps telling me that life is short and I need to maximize every opportunity and make the most of every moment. And before you know it, you're kind of in a bit of a tailspin worrying about what you're potentially missing out on and the decisions that you're making and the impact that they'll have. And, you know, I think it's just, I think we overthink. I think, especially as a generation in my generation, we overthink and it's not a criticism that we're having a lot of stimulus thrown at us every day. We have a lot of news thrown at us um, and, you know, and some heavy things going on, on in the world that are, um, serious and that we need to be thinking about. And so I think that's part of it as well. It's um, kind of information overload, choice overload, and that leads to to fear of, of 
you know, missing out, but also what are we taking on? And is that the best thing for us to be doing at that time? Yeah, I mean, that's, you said that really eloquently. Um, so thank you for that. I, yeah, I, I, as I say, I, I've never, I don't, I haven't experienced it, but that just makes it really clear to me. But what also comes through from that to me is, especially as this podcast is all about living a hell yes, is that gosh, all of that just completely takes you away from your hell yes, you know, whatever whatever that hell yes is for you, you know, you know, the most important thing about this podcast is supporting you to live your own hell yes, you know, your own unique hell yes. But um, wow, I mean, with what you've just described, um, you know, your mind's just so in a scramble that it just completely takes you away from your own awareness of intention, um, clarity, um, moving forward on what your hell yes is. Yeah, totally. And I think a key thing actually that this relates to a few other episodes that we've done is it's all external. It's all about what other people will think. Um, you know, it's external in terms of thinking, how does this relate to my future? Do you know what I mean? Am I making the most of the time that I have here? It's those kind of thoughts. And it's the opposite of what we've advocated, which is living in the present moment, you know, taking it day by day, not worrying about what other people think, worry about what makes you feel good and what brings you joy. And it's, you know, it's the opposite of that. I think it's totally about um, all the external things. And I think it's just further evidence that living a hell yes, at least in my view of it, living a life that truly feels amazing, genuinely and authentically, not a life that other people think is good, but one you actually enjoy and can embrace um, naturally. Um, you know, these two don't align. Do you know what I mean? And that it is, it's just further proof that you need to be looking internally and inwards rather than externally. And I think that's something that naturally you do realize as you get older. And I think the quicker you realize it, the better. And I think that that's one of the hardest things about being a teenager and a kind of young adult is you have so many other people's opinions of what you should be doing. And you feel like you're making decisions that are going to affect the rest of your life um, and your Um, your actions affect the rest of your life. Are you studying enough? Are you making the right choices? Are you thinking about university? Is university the right thing for you? What do your parents think? What do your friends think? What are they doing? Where are they going? It's just an endless kind of cycle of outside influence. Um, And it's hard to, uh, it's hard to avoid as a, especially as as a young person, I think. And especially now in the current kind of climate. Yeah. And I think what that's highlighted as well, just you describing that is, and, you know, we, uh, on our episodes, you know, knowing the kind of work I do, you know, it's all about energy, universal laws, your your higher self, as in your inner being, whichever, whichever way you describe that. And what FOMO, I believe, the way you've described it, is it's the complete opposite of trust. There's no trust there. It's like you're controlling you're wanting to control outcomes, you're wanting to control situations, you're wanting to make sure kind of thing that this happens or if that happens and God, what will happen if I'm not there and and all of this kind of thing. And there's no trust and you cannot work. You're in resistance to the universal laws when you're in lack of trust. When you're in FOMO, fear of missing out, you're in lack because you're already in fear of missing out. Yeah. 
So there is no connection then to your the, the largest part of you, that the powerful part of you. So you're already, when you're in that FOMO phase or, or whatever it is for you, you're already minimizing all of who you are. There's no, totally. I totally agree with that. And there's also, not only is there no trust, but there's no appreciation for what you actually have because mm. you're constantly thinking about what else you could have. So, you know, you might be having a great time and a great life, but actually that person's got it better or that person's spending their time more wisely or that person has more money. It's all comparison at the end of the day. And it's, you know, it's the opposite behavior of taking stock of what you have and being grateful and gratitude and appreciation and, and all of that, which we've definitely advocated. You know, we both are firm believers in the power of that as well. Um, and so I think that's another thing that's worth noting, um, no wonder it can lead to kind of unhealthy behaviors or burning out or, you know, trying to do too much or caring too much what other people think It's because it's all about, um, you know, what you don't have rather than what you do have. And that's just such a negative place to be in. Yeah, definitely. What just came to mind and I can't think of one. So if anybody can, then please comment. Um, I'd love another um, acronym for FOMO. What would be a really empowering and uplifting acronym for F-O-M-O? On the spot right now, I can't think of one, but if you can, it would be great to to, um, hear it or to read it. And I think as well, we've also spoken about younger people a lot in this episode um, and social media, but, you know, what just sprung to mind for me is also... Um, you know, there's certain phases of your life where you may be, I think, especially women comparing yourself to your friends and fear of missing out what on what they're having. So I don't know, for example, if all your friends are having children and you either don't want children or you're not at the kind of place or position to have children yet, fear of missing out. Are you missing out on motherhood? Are you missing out on the shared bonding experience that your friends are having? So it's definitely... I think it's an important thing that's worth talking about and worth facing head on because it's not just a teenage child thing. I think it can hit you at any moment. Um, And it's not just about social events either. It can be about life events. You know, why is that person getting that promotion in their career? They're a director, they're a manager. I should be at that point because I'm at this age and I'm missing out on all the things that come with that. So, yeah, I think it's something that can affect anyone for sure. Definitely. Absolutely. And I really think one of the antidotes to that is something that you've said, Hull, which is appreciate what you have right now. Um, Not be looking for what's missing. And remember as well, the way that it all vibration works is if you look for what's missing, it will carry on missing. So appreciate what you have. You know, it could be tiny things like I've got uh, birthday roses behind me right now, which I'm so appreciative of. Um, It doesn't have to be a big thing. But look for what you do have. And I know that sometimes that's that's easier said than done. So I think it's also being aware that everyone is on their own journey as well, you know, and and as difficult as that is to kind of take on, everyone as well will have their own problems. So although from the outside looking in, it may look as if they've got it all sorted and they've got that promotion or they've got the perfect family or whatever it may be, but everyone has the things that they're struggling with as well. And if you actually knew the ins and outs, you might not even want to swap with that person if it was an option. So what you might actually be missing out on is a lot of stress and grief and pressure and you know all of those things. So Actually, sometimes it's good to think about the the negatives that you're missing out on as opposed to the only the positives in other people's lives. 
I know we're coming to the end now, but the, I just want to say, you know, just with what you have said, that's why it's so important to just stay focused on your own story. Stay focused on your hell yes. Stay focused on the energy you want to give that. Because at the end of the day, it is all about you. You only have you and you have your journey. So be clear where you want your journey to go. Say a hell yes to that. Not focus on anything else around you. Um, Abraham Hicks said, you know, (laughs) when I've gone on one of their um, cruises, you know, and those of you that have listened to Abraham, um, you'll know that Esther Hicks can be quite tough and funny. And she'll always say, keep your vibrational nose out of other people's business. Okay. And I've never forgotten that. And it's something that is so clear. And that's, that's what it's all about. Stay focused only on you and where you're going and what your yes feels like. Nothing else is relevant to your story. Love that. All right. Should we end that there? Thank you, Margie. And a massive thank you. thank you to anyone that has listened to this episode all the way through. And um, we really, really do appreciate you. And we really appreciate your feedback as well. And also your ideas. So if you have any ideas for any future episodes that you'd like us to discuss, please do let us know either on the our Instagram or on Mum's Facebook group. Um, we would love to hear from you. And there are links in the description as to where you can find us. But in the meantime, we hope you have a wonderful week. Living a hell yes. Bye-bye.